Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one illuminating page of Talmud every day. And who is our guest today, you ask? Well, you don't even need to ask, because it is the one, the only, your favorite and mine, Rabbi David Bashevkin. Hello. Liel, what a joy to speak with you today, deep, deep buried in Tractate Shabbos. Uh, only, only a month and a half or so more to go. And so, you know, keep your chin up. We're almost there. But I'm reading page 116. It actually starts a little bit in, before in, in, in 115b. And I came across this, this one kind of, you know, suggestion or, or little note that surprised me. I'm, I'm going to read and then I'm going to puzzle. And you're going to help us make sense of this. The Gemara reads, Apropos the portion and when the ark traveled, the Gemara cites that which the sages taught in the Baraita. It is stated, And when the ark traveled and Moses proclaimed, Rise up, God, and your enemies will scatter, and those who hate you will flee from before you. And the Holy One, blessed be he, made signs in the Torah for this portion above and below, before and after it, in order to say that this is not its place, as the previous portion does not discuss the nation's travels. Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi says, It is not for that reason that signs were inserted. Rather, the signs are there because this portion is considered a book unto itself? Explain this kindly. This is such a fascinating um, Talmudic approach to what are likely of the two most famous verses in the entire Torah, because it's what we say every time that we take the Torah out of the Ark. Uh, we say the verses of Ayihib bin Soha Aron, that the Ark is now uh, traveling, Yomar, and when it rests, we all of our enemies should scatter, and we should just have this wonderful, idealistic life. And the reason why the Talmud is bringing this up here is because this chapter of Shabbos is discussing what is the smallest, the minimum amount of letters needed in a Torah scroll in order to preserve it. What are the minimal amount of letters that still kind of keep that sanctity of a Torah scroll? And the, and the Talmud actually says it's from this Parsha, which it's only two verses, so it's not really a Parsha, but if you open up a Torah, and it, these, these verses appear in uh, the Parsha of Bahaloscha, you'll notice what's very strange about them, and what the Talmud is picking up on is bracketing these two verses are two upside-down nuns, the letter nun uh, in the olive base. Have you ever seen these written properly in a Torah? I yeah. have. And, and it's like interesting, like it's like bracketed in that way, and the Talmud kind of says like these are very unusual psukim. And the question is why? What makes them so unique? You know, the, they seem to say it's not in the right place, it's its own safer, like literally like we have... Barashish, Shemos, uh, you know, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and they're saying that this is its own safer. It's not just two verses, it's its own safer by itself. And it's just very unusual, and I heard an explanation, and it's said in a few different places, that I actually found astounding. And that is, if you look at the context in which these two verses appear in the Torah, it's right after when they're about to leave Mount Sinai, Har Sinai. And these two psukim talk about when they're about to leave that mountain. It really is an imagined scenario, so to speak, like almost alternative history 
of what would have happened had they left Harsinai and proceeded directly as the Jewish people were uh, meant to do originally into Eretz Yisroel, into Israel. Instead, if you look at what really starts to proceed after, the rest of Bamidbar, the rest of Numbers, the entire book, starts to deteriorate. They start to complain. They have the story of the spies. They end up wandering for 40 more years. And it just turns into an absolute disaster. And the explanation that I heard of what makes these two psukim unique, what makes these two verses so special, is that, so to speak, it's the imagined history, it's the alternative history of what would have been, what could have been, had the Jewish people not ended up deteriorating when they left Mount Sinai. And I just love the idea, and we find it in a few places, of the Torah canonizing an alternative history timeline. Huh, basically saying, had you guys been good, these two verses is what would have happened. You'd have gone straight to the promised land. And all of the enemies would have dissipated. And, you know, I find it fascinating because I love alternative history questions, meaning I don't know if they bother you or if you're, you know, you're a sports fan. I watched Enraptured at the 10-part ESPN Jordan documentary. Right. And the whole career of Jordan, in my mind, is like founded on this alternative history question of like, what would have been, you know, he was the third draft pick famously, the first pick went to the Houston Rockets, and then the Portland Trailblazers, and then Michael Jordan, what, like what would have been if another team had drafted him? How would the NBA and history look differently? And I feel like everybody asked those questions about history and, and also about their own lives. And I think what the Torah is saying here is that there's a place within the canon for thinking about these alternative history timeline questions, whether we're asking them about our history, whether the, we're asking them about ourselves, or in this case, if we're looking and examining at the Torah itself. Rabbi Beshevgin, as always, what a treat. Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>